This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakeries. We get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling related podcast. We are the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcasts, the podcast finds you fine and dandy, whoever you may be. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at MemphisCast, and to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, the Monday Night Project, and many, many other great shows that come to you on a near daily basis. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. And if you just want to find us, uh, if you don't want to be uh, laden down in your podcast feed with, n- with those shows, you can just fire it, just simply search Memphis Content Wrestling Cast on all good podcast suppliers, and we will be there in your ears. YouTube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast allows you to watch the episodes that we cover today. You can watch me. Watching you, watching the wrestling. Freaky, baby. <laughs> Visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, and, his- and history, history, and much more. This week we're covering the 23rd of April 1983. Last week we covered the 16th, where we saw Cornette being Cornette once again. Tag teams are plenty, beatdowns, six-man tags, as well as the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's see what's been happening around the wrestling world. 17th of April 1983, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling held a show at the Omni down there in Atlanta, GA. In a bull rope and chain match, the Texas Outlaws, comprising of Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes, defeated Ivan Koloff and the Iron Sheik. Larry Zabisco defeated Tommy Rich. Tony Atlas defeated Buzz Sawyer by disqualification. Matt Bourne and Arn Anderson defeated Ray Candy and Joe Lightfoot. Ronnie Garvin defeated Killer Brooks. Paul Ellerin defeated Tito Santana. Brett Wayne defeated Chick Donovan. And Brian Blair defeated Pat Rose. I think Tito is gone, or he's definitely going back to the WWF. That is why uh, he's back in May. So that's probably why he lost to Paul Ellerin. Not that Paul, Paul Ellerin's a big deal, but I'd imagine that Tito is um, going back to uh, New York, and uh, that is why he's he's doing the old uh, he's doing the right thing and doing the job on the way out, as you do. That's a bit better. 
I just altering my camera for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, I do apologise. Also on the 17th in Orlando, Florida, Barry Windham battled NWA World Champion Ric Flair to a draw. On the 18th of April, here in Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid-South Coliseum witnessed 5,468 witnessed the Ace of Spades drawing with Carl Fergie, Terry Taylor and Steve O defeating the Dream Machine Porkchop Cash via disqualification. Mid-America champion Stagger Lee defeating Bobby Eaton via disqualification in a mask and title versus $1,500 match. We heard a bit about that last week. The Rock and Roll Express defeated the... Defeat, it was supposed to be a handicap match, but it turned out to be Galaxian Alpha and Jim Cornette, where the Express's hair was at stake. Uh, CWA International Champion Jerry Lawler defeated Duke Myers. Jerry Lawler defeated Jim, Jimmy Hart and Jim Cornette in a handicap match. And Southern Champion Bill Dundee defeated Dutch Mantel. And then finally, the 21st of April 1983, New Japan Pro Wrestling held a show in the Sumo Hall. Uh, 14,000 witnessed uh, an event that was then shown on TV the next day. Animal Hamaguchi defeated Osama Kido. Seiji Sakaguchi and Kengo Komori defeated Isumi Teranashi and Russia Komora. Kunikai Kaboshi defeated Caswell Martin. Killer Khan defeated Ed Leslie. Akira Maeda defeated Paul Orndorff. Tiger Mask battled Dynamite Kid to a double disqualification. Sorry, double countout. Ricky Choshu defeated Tatsumi Fujinami via countout, and Antonio Inoki defeated Masa Saito versus sorry, via submission in a loser leaves town match. Never, never seen a loser leaves town match in Japan. Is Masa Saito the one they had? He had that match with Inoki on the island, that legendary match that like loads of people talk about. I think that was Masa Saito. Oh God! Anywho, so ladies and gentlemen, let's head now. Let's now head down to ringside to see what Lance and Dave have got for us on episode 112 of the Memphis Content Wrestling Cast as we cover the 23rd of April 1983. Please enjoy. Hello again, everybody. Lance Russell and Dave Brown. We're sitting right along ringside, and goodness gracious, we're waiting for this big day of championship wrestling with that 10-man tag match. Oh, I tell you what, going to be a ring full of folks in here for that expiration of time match today. The fabulous ones are going to be here in the opening match. Tag team action to get things going on championship wrestling. Following that, the Moon Dogs will be here. They'll have Jimmy Hart, their manager, with them. Superstar Bill Dundee in a single match. Dutch Mantel will be here in a single match, too. And we'll have Stagger Lee going against Mad Dog in another single match today. Then, 10-man tag team match. Listen to the folks who are in it. Terry Taylor, Bobby Fulton, Carl Fergie, Steve O, and King Cobra on one side of the ring. On the other side, it'll be the Ace of Spades, Duke Myers, Bobby Eaton, and the Bruise Brothers. That's in the 10-man match. Whoa, we got a house full of them today. My golly, all the top stars are going to be right here on Championship Wrestling. You stay where you are. We're going to get that underway. Be back in just a moment. So we've got an action-packed car there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what's going on? It's, uh, hold on, so you can see me. If you want to see me, there we go. So we've got uh, Fabulous Ones, Moondogs, Bill Dundee, Dutch Mattel, Stagger Lee versus Mad Dog, and then a 10-man tag. Terry Taylor, Bobby Fulton, Carl Fergie, Steve-O, King Cobra going up against Duke Myers, Bobby Eaton, the Bruise Brothers, and I think the Ace of Spades. I lost. I, got, I was writing everything down. I think the Ace of Spades. But we have known there to be a card subject to change, brother. So without further ado, let's head back down and see what's first up. Weren't even fucking advertised there. 
no top hat and tails, but lots of ladies. Shaking hands, kissing babies. There's a couple of grown ass dudes there looking. Shaking hands. Oh, there's a few, I think there's a few young ladies around that side. What are you doing? She wanted to come around and give her Steve a hug. Oh God, she's loving it. Fabamania. Who the hell is this at commentation station? I said they're top out and tails, but nice uh, purple. Oh, Steve O. Steve O's back in the old station. Rooster Cogburn. Pat Tutchinson. There's Rooster Cogburn. Trying to be like Chick Donovan, I think, who was trying to be like Ric Flair. <laughs> and Stephen Stammer here. Jerry Calhoun's our referee, wearing a lovely maroon t-shirt. Look at the state of this motherfucker. Oh, he's doing the Fargo strut, he's taking the piss there. So, Rusty Cockburn starting off for his team. He is wearing a blue and red tight white boots, for those of you on the audio. And he's going against Stan. Both fabs are wearing purple tight white boots, kind of a top. Rooster Cockburn uh, thought he was uh, outsmarting Stan there, but Stan just gave him a uh, kick on the butt. Rooster Cockburn, oh, just strutted his way into a slap by Steve Kern. Now tags into Pat Hutchinson. Black tights, black boots. Stan still in the team, uh, still in the ring. Both men circle in there. Colin over type. Arm ringer by Stan. Oh. Sticks the leg over in some sort of uh, elaborate arm bar here and he takes Pat down. Tags to Steve. The powerhouse of the team, Steve Kern now in. Getting the uh, stand to let go of the hold. Pat Hutchinson now up. Steve Kern is uh, keeping an eye on Rooster Cockburn out there on the outside. Got a new camera today, so uh, just make because uh, halfway through last uh, Monday's Monday Night Project, the camera just went bleh and died. So I've got a new one. Side headlock now by Pat. Richard Cookburn trying to come in for some unknown reason. Oh, big suplex there. Back suplex by Steve Kern to break the side headlock. Oh, breaks the bottom of his boot across the face of Pat Hutchinson. So if you do listen to Monday Night Project uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, sorry, coming up Monday is the um, Royal Rumble 94. We're covering uh, the world title and the Royal Rumble match. If you want to listen to the whole audio of the show, the whole, it's a circus. Patreon's not happening anymore. Uh, if you're listening to this now, Patreon doesn't happen anymore. I've just decided it. Um, but you can listen to the whole audio of the, sh of the pay-per-view if you want to. It comes out 
tomorrow. Um, it'll be on the free feed. Um, if you're listening, if you're subscribed, if you're subscribed to the Place TV Wrestling Network, it won't be on there, um, but it'll be on the free feed. So if you want to listen to it, um, you can just find us on all good podcast suppliers. Uh, follow me on Twitter at follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. WL it'll be in there as well so yeah if you want to listen to the whole Royal Rumble show so the Colosseum video version but in audio you can so they look now by Rooster Cockburn in there with Stan Stan drops down Rooster Cockburn goes over the top oh just a lariat there by Stan just like a fallen lariat yeah so just so you know uh, YouTube now is the only way you can watch this you can't unfortunately watch the Monday Night Project because uh, YouTube <laughs> not with WWF but you can still listen Steve with a massive clothesline Arista Cockburn gets the pin and your winners are the fabulous ones Steve-O, I have sat back here and listened to about as much of your commentary as I can take. Ever since you've been on the air, I decided to quit breathing it. I am sick and tired of you mouthing off. You know, I've told you a couple of things about Steve-O in the past. Steve-O, when he was in college, he won a gold medal in wrestling. He had it bronze. Did you know that? Did you know that, Lance? You know how you break up a party? You know how you break up a party at Steve-O's house? You flush the punch bowl. That's how you do it. Uh, Steve-O, you know, he was arrested last rolling week now, for trying to blow up a car, now. but he burned his lips on the exhaust pipe. <laughs> Jimmy oh, Cornette and all of his brilliant wisdom Come on now. Don't you have a sense of humor? Hey, wait a minute. I don't want to hit anybody else's glasses. Where did you get that hat? I got glasses on, so don't hit What's the matter? Don't you have a no. sense of humor or what? Cornette, sense of humor? You talk about me having a sense of humor? Let me ask you just one thing. You manage four men, right? Three of them wear a mask. Duke Myers is the only one that doesn't. He probably should. What does it make these guys look like underneath? You say they're from the Twilight Zone. I think you're from the Twilight Zone, buddy. You're the one that flipped down. You know, Lance, you're going to come out here and, and, and tell Polish jokes. I mean, I'm Polish. I'm Swedish. All right. Well, I mean, I, I'm not uh, embarrassed about being Polish or anything. I mean, lots of people are, you know, are not embarrassed about being Polish. I don't know why you want to bring it out and, and try to make fun of everything. Well, yes, I do know why. Because you want to cut everybody down because maybe you got a little bit more money than anybody else. Maybe your mother didn't bring... You know, talking about your mother, I don't want to dwell on your mother very long. Now, what I want to tell you is I, I don't want to come out here and put myself in the same category and tell jokes, tell cornet jokes, tell whatever Twilight Zone, Galactian jokes whatever it might be, but what I do know is I found out something, a little-known fact about Jimmy Cornette a long time ago that not many people know about. What's that, Steve? Well, a long time ago when his mother was in the regatta, they did have a boat in the regatta, and you can see he's got his regatta hat on there. Do you know why he had to wear that hat? No, no. Don't leave us now. I have no idea. You see, okay, go ahead. Jimmy was the one that had to start the race. You know, when he had to get the race going, he, his mother gave him the flag. But the only problem was he had to go out that way in the water. So his mother says, now, Jimmy, you don't want you to get drowned, get wet, get your hat wet, and this and that. So he used to bring him something so he could ride on and sit on it. <laughs> and then, you see, he's going out, he's waving the flag like this, and, and they start the regatta. But there's, there's only one thing wrong. For those of you on the audio, it's a inflatable swan 
Steve was just brought out. Steve O now clobbering time, clobbering the Galaxian with that inflatable swan. We're down to one Galaxian, I don't know where the other one's gone. He's trying to get to Jim Cornette, he's had enough of uh, Jim Cornette's uh, disrespectful remarks last week and the week before about uh, the Polish people, the fine Polish people. So Galaxian's got a chair, Steve O's got an inflatable swan wrestling. He's still going to be telling his dumb jokes and all of that kind of thing. Okay, Jimmy. All right, let me tell you something. I'm sick and tired of these people making fun of me. Now I came out here and up. I came out here and had some innocent fun. But if you want to see Cornette get mad, if you want to see the dynasty get mad and get serious, then you're fix to see it. Okay, I'll get you back to this. Okay, well, you just do that. I would love to be there when you start trying to, except knowing what you mean, you'll have... Three or four other people doing the work for you, I can tell you that for a fact. Well, let's get on a little more pleasant subject, and that's a team that's red hot. And let me tell you, everybody really loves to watch them in action. We're going to watch some of their action right now. The Rock and Roll Express. For those of you on the audio, we're seeing uh, Robert and Ricky sort of looking gormless next to jukeboxes and cars. Wearing uh, spiral t shirts and things and sed seductively putting coins in jukeboxes. Very seductively. Oh, double drop kick here on the one of the Galaxians. They're standing at this, uh, I don't know, it looks like Night Rider car. I'm not entirely sure of my American vehicles, but it looks like um, the Night Rider car. They're wearing denim jackets, I'm very serious. Wearing these greens with black spiral t shirts. Very, uh, they, they look very, it was a Corvette, apparently, the car is. For those of you who know, there's a zoom in on a Corvette. They look very, very uncomfortable doing this. <laughs> They've only been rock and roll for about a month, and they're looking very uncomfortable doing this. But this is what Memphis was sort of infamous for with these music videos. Jerry Jarrett, Randy West, and the uh, the likes. How uh, this is what uh, got the Rock and Roll Express into Mid South, and then into Crockett, and then this uh, you know this kind of thing would have elevated them. And their time here in Memphis would have elevated them as well. They're now pulling up to uh, a property with some uh, locked gates. I wonder whose house this is. I wonder if this is Jerry's house. It's in the middle of... Uh, no, it won't be Jarrett's house because it's in a town somewhere. I think Jerry Jarrett lived on a, on a ranch. I've seen some footage of him coming through the crowd in an arena. I think that's the Midtown Coliseum. Now against the Galaxians. I've been recently feuding with the Galaxians. Oh, been feuding with the Galaxians. Oh, seductive coinage. Oh, good lord. Ladies hanging off the face of Robert and Ricky. Hi, look at us in a car. 
I'll pull up very slowly. Well, there they are, live and direct, and we're delighted to have them here. Rick Morton, Robert Gibson, Rock and Roll Express. All right, Robert, you guys really have been building some excitement everywhere you go. Well, thank you, Lance, very much. First of all, I'd like to thank you, and I'd like to thank all the fans for the great support that you gave myself and Robert. We worked very hard, bro. I'd like to thank you very much, because it makes a lot of difference when you step in that ring. you got them people hollering for you, Lance. I know that for a living fact, and Robert, you guys uh, got a lot of tough action ahead of you. You have been able to handle it all up to this point, but uh, I guess it just gets a little harder. Yeah, you can see, Lance, Russ, we still got our hair and them little Bruce Brothers think they're going to make a name over the Rock and Roll Express. They got other things coming. Yeah, you've got coming you up this much, week Lance. a battle with the Bruce Brothers, and we hope maybe it comes out good. Thank well, you, guys, thank you, for Lance. adding thank new excitement much. to us. Rock and Roll Express, and we really enjoy having them around. We got a lot of action, including at... 10-man tag match it'll be coming up we'll take time out and be back to it in just a moment ever since one of the very few times where I went as over with I didn't know really what to tell the fans in terms of who the victor was because there was a really uh, hassle going on well fabulous ones moon dogs what can I say you know it's going to be hassle going on uh, promoters took a look at the thing and decided that there was only one thing to do and that was to hold up southern tag belts i gotta agree with them too because there was a good cause to say that either team might have won that and so what they did was the one thing that um, which i think was the smartest thing and that was hold up the belts there's going to be a rematch monday night with uh, there must be a winner so mm -hmm. but before uh, we go on i want you to take a look and you'll see the kind of action that went on and it's no wonder that no one man could possibly follow all of that action let's look So we are seeing footage of Moondogs uh, vs. The Fabs, this is from April the 18th. No time limit, no disqualification. Paul Morton is out of three, Jimmy Hart from the outside. Fabs are wearing their turquoise. Oh, oh, shit. Holy shit, just took Paul Morton out. Got chop blocked him. Stands now working over the Moondogs. Steve leapfrogged over one of the moon dogs. He's, he, as he went over, he sort of collapsed and took out the uh, the referee. Stan laying now like a house of fire, working over the moon dogs. One of the moon dogs has got a bone, the dreaded bone, and boom to the back of Steve Kern. Steve is down. Moon dog goes to the cover, but the referee is still out. Stan's got the other moon dog. In a small package, the referee's now coming at one, two, three. But who did he who did he count? One the Fabs think they've won, the Moondogs think they've won. Paul Morton's Oh hey. Got the old drunk walk on. Paul Morton now getting the belts. Now grabs the title belts. Who's he gonna give the belts to? Oh, Jimmy Hart rips the belts away from him. The Moondogs think they've won. The Fabulous Ones think they've won. And in return, the titles have been held up. You know, this has got to be the biggest joke 
in professional wrestling, man. Can you believe this? You know, the fabulous ones can't get the job done themselves. So what do they have to do? They have to run to Eddie Martin. And they say, Eddie, please, we need one more shot at the belt. No matter what you do, give it to us. And so Eddie said, don't worry about it. What I'll do is I'll hold up the belt so you don't have to worry about it, boys. But he said, don't humiliate me. Don't come out and do interviews and tell the people what you're going to do when you can't do it anymore. And don't get in the ring. You know, I watched them walk around the ring while ago. The fans aren't screaming over them like they used to be. They got in the ring against, what, two guys that weighed 150 pounds soaking wet. And what did the fabulous ones do? It took them 12 minutes to beat them. They shouldn't have been shaking and laughing. Well, baby, you're not going to laugh anymore. I'm telling you, Marlon, I promise you this, just like General Patton said, baby, we've only begun to fight, baby, we've only begun to fight. I promise you this week we're going to leave them laying in the middle of that ring because okay. nobody's going to try to pull anything over the first family, especially Eddie Marlin. Nobody's trying to pull anything in there, Jimmy. They gave up a long time ago trying to do anything reasonable with you, that's for a fact. We've got the moon dogs in the ring right now after that uh, little tirade by Mr. Hart. We're ready for the introduction, David. It'll be one fall, 15-minute time limit. Total weight, 404 pounds. Introducing from Memphis, Robert Reed. And from Brown Rock, Texas, Craig Carson. Going against them at a total of 512 pounds. International Roughnecks, the Moondogs, and they're underway. Craig Carson and Robert Reed going against the Moondogs. Craig Carson's our first team. Uh, Turquoise trunks, Turquoise boots. Going against the Moondog Black Singlet Denim Trousers. Rexon spot here. We've still yet to know who's who. The other one, the larger one, comes in. Blue singlet, denim bottoms, black boots. Craig Carson getting a whooping, whooping. Green green ropes this week. Lovely. Still haven't had a colourful background for quite a long time. We've still got that black curtain around there. Craig Carson now getting. Uh, Double teamed by the Moondogs. Oh, headbutt to the uh, abdomen area. Oh, Craig Carson tags in Robert Reed. Robert Reed, blue trunks, black boots. He comes in and he is met with a clobbering from the Moondog. Oh. Every time we've seen Robert Reed recently, he has taken a I think he's faced the Moondogs numerous times, I think. And he's uh, not gone too well. Moondog picks up Reed. Oh, shoulder breaker. Dags in his uh, his uh, his doggy brother. Forearm smashes to the back of Robert Reed. Oh, taking the the eye out there. Whoop, 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 whoop. Jimmy Hart on the uh, on the outside with his helmet and his whistle. Oh, the facial expression of Robert Reed is being changed here by the Moon Dogs. Moondog cinches up a suplex and beautiful suplex. Goes for the cover. One, two, picks him up. Oh, and then smashes him in the face. <laughs> Tags in the other Moondog backbreaker. Are we going to get the Moondog decapitation? Oh, yes, we are. Moondog decapitation. Un, dos, tres. Your winners, the Moondogs. No contest as the Moondogs were much too much for the team of Carson and Robert Reed. And they did the job in a relatively short order. Two minutes, six seconds was the time. Whoa, look at here. Fabulous ones are here. Fabulous ones are in the ring and they are beating the... Uh, Oh, the Moondogs have just gone out of the ring. It wasn't that, it wasn't that it was a bit more of a brawl, but the Moondogs just exit the ring. 
favorites, that's why. Fabulous ones come into the ring right at the end of the massacre of Robert Reed and Craig Carson when uh, the Moondogs were pounding on them. And they got the one, two, three count as Dave gave you the time in a little over two minutes. But the Fabs uh, were not the same uh, guys that they were facing in there. So you did a good number in running them out of here, Stan. You know, I can't really, I can't believe how naive and ignorant Steve and I were for the past few weeks. You know, we've been fighting these guys tooth and nail. I'm talking, you know, chains. I'm talking sergeants fleeing tick pattern. I'm talking chairs outside the ring. And you know what? I realized the other night, I said, you know, I think this is crazy. I looked at the guy right in the eyes, and I went, bad dog. And when I did that, he went, uh, 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 uh. We, we never realized, man. We didn't know for a second that these guys were voice command trained. So from now on, baby, it's going to be a different story. We're going to say heal. We're going to say roll over and play dead. We're going to say get the H out of Memphis, because we're sick and tired of these guys. Oh, my God. You know, I don't, I don't know how if you realize this, but, you know, we, we get in the ring with these guys. We lock up with them. It's milk-bone dog breath. It's horrible. We stand in the corner and look at them. They got those Orson Welles designer jeans on. They look horrible. The guys are really getting on our nerves, Lance. We're going to put a stop to it once and for all. It's going to be all over, baby. It's going to be pack the dog bones up, pack the chains up, pack your little dog house up, and leave, brother, because the fabulous ones are here to stay, not to play, baby. I can tell you one thing. You were talking about a couple of guys who can back up every nickel's worth of what they say. Stan and Steve, the fabulous ones. We got more action coming to it in a moment. take a look right now at some action that took place not in a tag team match but you would have thought there were about four guys in there when you saw the superstar and the dutchman tangling let's take a look mantel and dundee both know all the little tricks and the rules so seen footage of bill dundee and Dutch Mantel from the Coliseum. I would say this is on the 18th. Yep. Dutch black singlet, black boots, Bill Dundee, green and black uh, tights, black boots. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Oh, straps are down. This is started off a couple of weeks ago on TV. And, um, yeah, Bill Dundee came and sort of shot, his, uh, shot his mouth. Dutch Mantel came and blew smoking Bill's face in this sort of uh, been going around the horn ever since. And this is quick because so this is the the, the fault that like this footage is from Monday. It's been shown on the Saturday. Look, you, as far as I'm concerned, the WWF weren't doing that at this time. Just you have to remember the WWF at the minute. Bob Backlund's the world champion. Jimmy Snooker is being touted by Buddy Rogers Rogers Corner is happening at the minute like WWF is like it's supposed to be the, the big thing but like they just, they just look shit compared to this in my opinion um, they're not showing they're sh obviously they're showing like MSG and stuff live um, the Spectrum stuff and all that kind of thing but they're not showing stuff on TV because obviously they they record in three four shows at once, so and they, they do that. Uh, the Monday Night Project 
last week was the second of three tapings. Like, in, in, they're still doing that in 1994. They still do it in 1997. Where they record two shows, or they do a live, and they, then they tape for the next week or whatever. But it's just absolute madness. I don't know about Mid-Atlantic and stuff like that. I don't know if they were showing footage from their big shows. I don't think World Class were quite yet. Um, and then other shows, I don't, I don't know because I don't, I've not really seen any of them. But you know, Memphis is pretty in, innovative, in, innovative at this time, I think. But Bill Dundee now we're going to have a Dutch, oh, Dutch with a double kick takes down Bill Dundee. These two men have been pounding the uh, shit out of each other for some time. That's when Tom misses the big right hand. Oh, and the Nogano of the Australian. Measuring it again and again. Much to the pleasure of the crowd. Bill Dundee has recently been a uh, bad guy. Dutch Mattel picks him up. Oh, atomic drop. Oh. Dundee. That goes face first into the ring post. Ring uh, turnbuckle. Dutch Mantel goes leaping over the top rope to follow on the attack. Bill Dundee bleeding like a stuffed pig. There's Randy Hales there. Young Randy Hales. Didn't hear that geezer there. Dundee down. No, Dutch Mantel just in. And then back out again to continue the punishment. Oh, first first into the uh, ringside table there goes Bill Dundee. And again. What a crowd. Look. There's five and a half thousand here. Oh, Dundee's got something. Oh, Dundee's got a belt. He's got the seven heavyweight belt. Dutch Mantel comes over. Trey Calhoun tries to stop him. Bill Dundee, boom! Oh, hits him with the belt. Dundee... Comes back into the ring, covers Mantel. One, two, three. A bloodied Bill Dundee wins. Tell you one thing when you see those two guys together, you are seeing two rough son of a gun. Here comes the Southern Heavyweight Champion, Bill Dundee. You know, Lancer. All my life, and I, 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 you know what it is to be jealous of something. You know why people are jealous of other people. When I was just an itty-bitty fella, people was always jealous of me, and I never figured it out. Then when I got to be a teenager, they were still jealous of me, and I never figured it out. Now I'm in my late 20s, I've really figured it out. If you ever went to pick up a girl, and you're better looking than the girl answer, that's why everybody's jealous of me, but that's okay. Some people can recognize wrestling talent, and some people can't. Well, I'm going to tell you, folks. I'm the best there is, because I got the belt. Now, Mantel has gone and asked for some kind of goofy rules. Where you can he's not in his late 20s, he's, uh, he's 39. <laughs> where all the jungle bunnies sit. It don't make no never mind, Mantel, because that's going to work. I do apologise for that comment. He's used that comment quite a few times. Um, it's, it's not a nice comment, but that's the sign of the times. I'm better than you, Mantel. I'm going to bring this little... Get right back here and show the people this nice little belt. I'm going to bring this little belt down there, and I'm going to wear it to the ring, and I'm going to wear it from the ring. And all you people out there that don't believe me, just come on down and see it. You'll be there, Lancer. You better believe it. 
Francona stepping up to the apron right now for a one fall 15 minute time limit match. Introducing from Memphis, Tennessee, a 215 pounds, Ken Raper, and going against him from Australia, 214 pounds, the superstar, Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee going against Ken Raper. Ken Raper, blue singlet, white boots. Ken Raper, blue, yep. Oh, just take, took Bill Dundee down with an arm track, and again! Blue uh, building is wearing sort of white shiny uh, trousers, black boots. Big knee by Dundee off the Irish whip. Right hand. Oh, right hand again. Oh, knee to the back there by Dundee. He looks like he's wearing Wellingtons. <laughs> looks like he's wearing black welly boots. <laughs> Huh? I think they're like rigger boots or something. Very weird looking uh, type of uh, footwear that Mr. Dundee is wearing here. Oh, loads that boot. Oh, kick King Raber right in the chest. Goes to the cover. One, two, three. It's all over. Will he looks it or not? The last 49 seconds was all Bill Dundee. Dundee wins it in 54 seconds. Yep. Billy comes out in less than a minute and takes care of Ken Raper in there with a little uh, vicious. That's mine, too. There's a couple more things I want to tell you. And all the Fletcher Mantel just came launching into her uh, camera with that whip of his. Dave and Lance just went running. Away, because that whip was coming flying through the crowd, <laughs> flying through the uh, studio. I think Dunny has flipped out, and I'm beginning to really dislike you, Dunny. And I think the only person that dislikes you more than me is your first old lady, man, because she really dislikes you. I'm gonna say one thing, Dunny. Maybe this has done me a lot of good over the years. This right here, and you're good at pulling things out and hitting people with it. Well, you know, two can play that game. Two can hit people too, you know that? And this will hurt a lot worse than what you ever hit me with. Now we got a match done here with that belt, baby. Anywhere in the building, I don't care. It seems like every time he gets in trouble, he hits that floor. Well, Dundee, you hit that floor this week, baby, and I'm gonna be right on you. Now, I don't have to throw you back in the ring to pin you. I can take you on the floor or up anywhere I want to. And when that match is over, baby, I'm gonna wear that belt out, and you're gonna be left standing looking like a little goof that you are. But this is gonna be with me, Dundee, and I'm gonna come loaded for bear. You better wind it up and get it tight, baby, because I'm going to be rocking, Jack. Okay, Dutch. As a matter of fact, I've never known him to be anything but loaded for bear when he gets in there. He's talking about, of course, uh, old Betsy, that whip that he carries around, and he's getting ready to go in a single match. We'll just stay right here and go on with it since Dutch has hopped in the ring. And Bill Rose, big fella, getting ready to go against him in this single. We are ready. Bell's down. Billy! Dundee runs out here. He's got the uh, whip as he came over. Dutch had laid it down on the table. Dutchman Talon's in the ring going up against Bill Rose. I think that's what them gentlemen name was. He's a big, uh, oh, big boy. Clubber on Dutchman Talon now. Both men wearing black singlet back boots. Bill Dundee now came back out to the ring so to nick the whip. Dutchman Talon put the whip on the, uh, oh, commentation station. And now Bill Dundee has uh, come and got it. So we're building uh, Dutchman tells wearing red boots, black singlet red boots. Irish whip. 
Oh, that big old lariat of uh, Dutch Mantels. Picks up Bill Rose. Picks him up. Oh, slams him with ease. Dutch coming out of the corner. Drops the elbow. One, two, three. Your winner, Dutch Mantel. as well known possibly around here as to a lot of sections of the country big tully blanchard will be in here to take jerry the king on for the international heavyweight title and the about uh, following that is going to be a southern tag team championship match that will have no time limit no disqualification there must be a winner and the very important fact is that the belts have been held up because of the action last week so that no one rocks into the ring with the advantage of being the champion. The fabulous ones and the moon dogs going for the Southern Tag title. You'll make it a point, I'm sure, to enjoy it and bring the entire family. I'll be looking for you down at the Coliseum with an sensational night of action coming up Monday night. Get your tickets all day today until 5 o'clock and then all day on Monday. And that, my friend, will give you a chance to be there early enough to see all of the action. Be there for a fight. Right now. Here he comes. Guy, we were just going to crawl in. We love Jerry Lawler. By golly, got the fans over there testifying that. Jerry, good for you to be out here. I uh, want to get into you in a moment about uh, your big international championship match. Uh, but, Fred, you got um, something coming up Monday night on the Letterman show. Is that correct? Well, uh, they just, uh, the producer of the show, called me the other day from New York and, and asked, uh, had there ever been any... Any litigation or any legal, uh, you know, entanglements following the little incident that I had with Andy Kaufman yeah. on uh, the David Letterman show about a year ago, and uh, I told him that at that time that I hadn't heard. I had expected to be sued after the thing, but I told him I hadn't heard anything from Kaufman since then. So he told me that, uh, you know, they were glad of that because they had had more requests and letters and telegrams that people wanted to see the show again, so they wanted to rerun it. So anyway, I guess since they found out there's no lawsuits involved, Monday night on the David Letterman show, they're going to re-show the program where uh, where I slept uh, the taste out of Kaufman's oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. Bang him right back out of that chair and then yeah. a few of the little bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, that's, that's going to be on Monday oh. night. Uh, Okay, let me get out of something a little bit more serious in there. We'll enjoy watching that on TV5 on the Letterman show Monday night. 
You got a guy coming in here that not a whole lot of people in this area, well, let me put it this way, not as many people here as in many parts of the country are familiar with Tully Blanchard. Uh, this guy's a tough guy, and, and, and before we get into comments from you on the International Heavyweight Championship, Bill, I want to uh, take a listen to what Tully had to say, okay? Okay, fine. Let's take a look. You know, I'll tell you what, you ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing here in an empty arena just thinking about Jerry the King Lawler. You know, you people of Memphis and the state of Tennessee, the only thing good about the state of Tennessee is it starts with a T. The same letter the state of Texas starts with. And you know, Jerry Lawler and the people of Memphis, the Mid-South Coliseum, seats some 16,000 people. Well, Jerry Lawler, I tell you what, I'm bringing my own camera crew, my own camera crew, so I can put this on national television, on the USA Cable Network, just for you, Jerry the King. You who pile drive 130-pound comedians on their head. You who come to the state of Texas and try to become the Southwest Heavyweight Champion and don't succeed because the one Tully Blanchard wrestled you in the semifinals and you were just a little short of the mark. You know, Jerry Lawler, seems to me everybody in Memphis, Tennessee is a little short of the mark. The U of H... I don't recall the score, but I'm sure it was something excess of 10 points when the great formerly ranked number one Memphis State basketball team in the recent NCAA tournament got put down by the U of H from the great state of Texas. But you know, Jerry Lawler, on that Monday night in the Mid-South Coliseum, when I come strolling in, in my electric robe, $3,000 worth of lighted roses, Jerry Lawler, I'm coming after the international title. And you know, Jerry Lawler, I wanted you to come to Texas. I wanted to rush, wrestle you for that belt in Texas. But you know, I understand from a person named Terry Funk that you like to be wrestling in Memphis, in Tennessee, in your home state, where the fans are on your side, the commission's on your side, the referees are on your side. But I tell you what, Jerry Lawler, when you have a man, when you have class like I do, a man of my stature. I don't care if you have your father referee in the match or even maybe your wife or your kids. Because you see, Jerry Lawler, when you've got it, you've got it. And when you don't, you don't. You know, I don't need to come riding up to the ring on a white horse or come up out of the ground with a lot of smoke or play music or play anything. You know, Jerry Lawler, I step into the ring to do business, Texas style. And you know, Texas is the place where all the toughest wrestling happens. You know, I was reading a magazine from Madison Square Garden the other day. The main event was a Texas death match. All the toughest matches in professional wrestling start with the word Texas. Texas Tornado tag team matches. Jerry Lawler, you're not from the state of Texas. I am from the state of Texas, where all the toughest wrestling happens. So, Jerry Lawler, I want you to bring out all your friends. I want you to get your mama and your daddy and your brothers sitting on that front row so that they can see and watch you scream and cry and whine. Because I tell you what, Jerry Lawler, the building is not going to be empty like this one. It's not going to be empty like this one. There's going to be 16,000 screaming fans going, oh, poor Jerry. Poor, poor Jerry. He lost his belt to an out-of-stater. Too bad.
Tully Blanchard tells a sad tale in there. It may get a little sadder. Yeah, you're right. It may get a lot sadder for Mr. Blanchard. You know, he's so fond of the state of Texas. Well, here, we're going to send him back there, but he's not going to be taking this with him. I promise you that. You know, I don't know. Thank you. I didn't know a whole lot about Tully Blanchard before I saw that interview, but I know a lot about him now. I hate his stinking guts, and I haven't seen him before about three minutes. And when he steps in that ring, you're going to be right about one thing, brother. You're going to be in my backyard, Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm dead gum proud to be from Tennessee, just like you are from Texas. And we're going to send you back, just like I said, to Texas with your little tail tucked right between your legs, and I'm still going to be the international champion. Larry. Okay, good luck to you, Jerry. Be looking forward to that one because I can guarantee you Blanchard's reputation is that uh, he is a very difficult guy to try to cope with. We hope maybe you'll make it a point to make your plans to be down there Monday night. And by the way, I want to remind you again that on the back of those uh, tickets down there, you get a buck off from good old Domino's Pizza. You can get it delivered from the Highland or uh, Frazier and get your $1 off. They got that free delivery, so you be sure and give them a call and save that ticket. Staggerly music video once again. Still haven't they haven't updated it, so he's uh, the uh, music video was made probably maybe two weeks after he was here, two or three weeks. So you see the same footage again him, Brainbuster and Kenya Condori, who is uh, no longer in the area, battling Bobby Eaton in various uh, matches. Dropkick to Ruta Cogburn. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your continued support. Thank you very much for watching and listening. You can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast if you want to watch along or if you're just happy listening, that's all fine and dandy. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MemphisCast. Back on the Instagram now. I've been for a couple of weeks. And then don't forget this coming uh, Monday we're covering the Royal Rumble 1994 on the Monday Night Project. We'll be covering the world title match between the Undertaker and Yokozuna in the coffin casket match, whatever you call it, and the actual Raw Rumble match itself. And then coming up tomorrow on the audio, you can listen to the whole pay-per-view in audio form, if you so wish. Monday Night Project, available here on the Place to Be ne- Place to Be Wrestling Network or on all good podcast suppliers. Simply search Memphis Content Wrestling Cast. How many? Two? Well, let me tell you. Well, I've got a request. Shove it somewhere. Let me tell you something, baby. You know what? Now, th- this is great. You know why this is great? Because, you see, Jimmy Hart, they try to do everything in the world that Jimmy Hart that can be done. They, they try to disqualify my men. I jump in the ring. We get $1,000 fast. Nothing's happened to them, okay? That's now, great. we were in a match several months ago. Beautiful Bobby Eaton against Coco Ware. I mean, uh, right, Staggerly or whoever you want to call him. What happens? We win the match. 
He's supposed to leave town for a year, and he doesn't leave town for a year. He comes back the next week as Stagger Lee. Now, I want you to sit here and tell me and the people that it's not Coco wearing under that mask. Is it? Oh, it's not. Oh, it's great. Great, great. Okay, but that's okay. That's okay, because if that's the way you want to play, that's beautiful. Because what does Jimmy Hart do? I don't get mad, baby. I get even. But I have found the man. I have found the man that is definitely going to take care of Stagger Lee, Coco Ware, once and for all. And I want to bring him in right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger rides again. The Lone Ranger is here, large gentleman in a uh, baby blue singlet and a cowboy hat and a mask. Staggerly's the guy who injured Mad Dog's leg a few weeks ago. He injured it again last week. Jimmy Hart uh, was very frustrated. Sort of threatened Mad Dog with uh, exploration from the first family. Staggerly is down here. Purple and purple and yellow. Looking very like a Rackner man. Oh. Mad Dog uh, taking advantage of Staggerly coming in the ring and cobble on time now by Mad Dog. Mad Dog wearing uh, denim trousers, blue boots, going to against Staggerly. Yellow mask, yellow and purple tights, white boots. Oh, clobber on forearms there by Mad Dog. Staggerly yet to take his coat off. And a very lovely uh, gold coat there is Mr. Staggerly. Oh, big right hand. Oh, Mad Dog trying to take this mask off for uh, Mr. Mr. Lee. Picking him up just to knock him back down again. Picks up Stagger Lee. Oh, slams him down. Oh, it went for a leg drop, but Stagger Lee moved. Mad Dog hurt that leg again, I think. Stagger Lee grabs him by the leg. Single, single crack, single crab, single crab. 
Mantle gives, Mantle gives, Mantle gives up. You'll win a by submission. Stagger Lee. Stagger Lee got him in that half grab, and he had that pressure on the left knee. That's the one that's hurt. Hart keeps sending him back in there before he's ready to wrestle. What was the time on it? Time on it was 53 seconds. 53 seconds. And Stagger Lee taking advantage of a mistake in there. Boy, he whipped him into that half crab, and he gave it up right now. Good working in there. Stagger, you had his number line. He was going at you for a while. All you took was that one mistake, and you got it. Well, that's Jimmy Hart put him in a ring with his legs. Oh, he's crazy, man. He's crazy. But I got something to say about that Long Ranger. You know, everybody knows this Cowboy Frazier, right? Everybody knows him. He should be Long Ranger's horse, man. That's what he looked like. like. Bruce Brothers come roaring out here. Bruce Brothers now attacking Stagger Lee. Stagger Lee's going to have an interview with uh, Lance Russell. Jimmy Hart, Dream Machine, Porkchop Cash now beating the absolute bananas out of... Uh, no, but oh, holy crap, Mad Dog now turning on the Bruce Brothers. Mad Dog saving Stagger Lee. Holy moly, what the hell is going on here? Mad Dog's had enough. He's just saved Stagger Lee from uh, getting the snot kicked out of him there by the uh, Bruce Brothers. What the hell is happening? Getting a victory over this guy. And Hart was up berating Mad Dog in the ring for giving it up that quick. As he had no choice when Stagger got that half grab, he had to give it up. Hart immediately jumped up and started screaming at him for get, giving it up and uh, told him he was out of the family and everything. Stagger Lee, while he was being interviewed, jumped by the Bruce Brothers. Stagger calling Mad Dog over there. He can be thankful that Hart had gotten the Mad Dog irritated because he got some help out of him and in a hurry just when the Bruce Brothers were at it. Stagger thanking him for the assistance that he gave him. Okay. We're going to take time out. We've still got that 10-man battle royal or tag match coming up in just a moment. A lot of new towns. Maybe you'll get out there to get around to see them. Uh, what is it you've got in your mind? Let me tell you something right now. We're fixing to show a real special. You know, you've seen the Rock and Roll Express specials and the Fabulous Ones and the Stagger Leafs. Well, I'm going to show you one. And you know what? NBC just called me, and it's going to be on Nationwide Network, too. But I want to give the people here a chance to see it right now. The Bruce Brothers Special, baby, produced by the one and only Jimmy Hart. <laughs> We're getting a uh, Bruce Brothers music video now. Dream Machine and Porkchop Cash. In uh, oh, good thought. In a uh, in a bar playing pool. Dream Machine kissing some ladies. Now we're seeing some in-ring action now against Terry Taylor. I'm guessing this may be somewhere in Memphis. Something under the desk. 
I'm walking down an alleyway, playing some uh, playing some dice with some brothers. Oh, in ring action again. Back down the alleyway, playing dice. Dream Machine winning the game. Maybe some looted dice, maybe. Pork chop cash carrying that briefcase. Dream Machine putting some cash in the case. Strolling around the neighbourhoods. Woodstock High School. Walking around there, next to some guys hanging on the corner of the street. High five on each other. <coughs> pink, uh, a pink Cadillac turns up. Who's this? Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart collecting some of that cash. Dream Machine, machine front bit as well, where Dream Machine just looks at a, a, a lady and then just kisses her. Jimmy Hart, very happy with all that cash that's in the uh, briefcase. More high fives, more clapping. And the Bruce Brothers go wandering off down the street. of the 10-man tag team match. This one goes to the expiration of time. On one side of the ring, it'll be the Bruise Brothers, Bobby Eaton, Duke Myers, and the Ace of Spades. And on the other side of the ring, Terry Taylor, Bobby Fulton, Carl Fergie, Steve O, and is King Cobra up there? No, he isn't. Mad Dog, looks like, is going to be on, uh, on that team, replacing the King Cobra. 10-man tag team action, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. I'm going to do my best to try and call this uh, a 10-man tag. We've got Duke Myers, Esther Spades, Bobby, F Bobby Eaton, Porkchop Cash and Dream Machine going up against Carl Fergie, Steve O, Mad Dog, Bobby Fulton and Terry Taylor. Machine and Ful uh, Fergie starting. Shall attack by the Dream Machine. Dream Machine, Black Trousers, Black Boots going against Carl Fergie, Blue Tights. White boots, Duke Myers now in against Carl Fergie. Black single black boots, Duke Myers. We've seen him now for a couple of weeks from Stampede Wrestling. Throws Fergie into the knee of Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton, uh, white and red trunks, white boots. Now working over Carl Fergie. With some right hands. <coughs> right hands even, excuse me. Oh, working over Fergie in the corner. Whips him corner, corner, reversed by Fergie though. Eaton goes hard in the corner and comes out with a big back, uh, big hip toss by Carl Fergie. Jerry Calhoun warning Carl Fergie with those closed fists. Carl Fergie now looking to tag. Tags in Mad Dog. Mad Dog still wearing his uh, blue trousers, blue boots. He wants anybody in there for a fight. Bobby Eaton is the one calling over a type. Mad Dog pushes Eaton into the corner. Oh, big shot to the back of the head by Mad Dog. 
Bobby Eaton looks like he wants to tag somebody, but he's not entirely sure who. No one will tag Bobby Eaton. <laughs> Bobby Eaton still in the corner over top. Side up by Bobby. Tags in the Ace of Spades, as I say. It's black and white masks, black singlet, black boots. Tommy Gilbert, we now know this is. Oh, big forearm smasher sends Mad Dog down. Bobby Eaton comes in just to kick him. And that brings everybody in. No, not quite. <laughs> Ace of Spades and Mad Dog now corner over top. Mad Dog pushes Ace of Spades into the ropes. Oh, beals him out off the ropes. Out the corner. Oh, close fist there by Ace of Spades. Takes down Mad Dog who tags in. Oh, no. This is slightly clipped somehow. It was like, it was like a smooth transaction. Bobby Fulton in there now, though. Steve-O trying to stop the carnage a little bit. Nice of spades wailing away on Bobby Fulton. Bobby Fulton wearing red and blue tights, black boots. Yes, red and blue tights. Duke Myers now in. Bobby Eaton with an Irish whip. Duke Myers in. Oh, double back elbow. Duke Myers picks up Fulton. Oh, right hand. Oh, and again, clobbering. Oh, knee to the head. Duke Mars tags in pork chop, pork chop cashes in, denim trousers, black boots. So we've seen all of the heel team in now. Oh, big right hand to the top of the head of Bobby Fulton by Cash. Picks up Bobby Fulton. Picks him up with ease. Oh, big power slam ahead by Pork Chop Cash. Oh, went to drop the knee, but Bobby Fulton moved just. <laughs> Oh! Pokeshop Cash now beating Bobby Fulton. Oh! Bobby Fulton goes headfirst in the leg of Dream Machine, who is now tagged in. Stomping away on Bobby Fulton. Irish trip now by Machine. Big back body drop. Dream Machine comes off the ropes. Oh, that awkward leg leg drop he does. He does, instead of dropping Doug the left leg, he drops the right leg and looks horrible. Big knee to the head now by Ace of Spades who's in legally against Bobby Fulton. Oh! Bobby Fulton goes head first into the knee of Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton now in. Oh! Right hand to the gut. Oh! Excuse me. Oh! Carl Fergie comes in to try and break it up but oh he does. Bobby Fulton tags in Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor's in. Blue trunks, blue boots. Working over everybody now with her right hands. Coming in like a house of fire is young Mr. Taylor. Brings in Duke Myers. Irish whips Duke Myers. Duke Myers isn't even the legal man. Back body dropped by Taylor. Ooh, that could have been nasty. He just sort of dropped him unceremoniously. Jerry Calhoun trying to get everyone out who's supposed to be out. Terry Taylor and Bobby, Fulton, Bobby Eaton now in. Oh, Terry Taylor went to backdrop Eaton, but Eaton kicked him in the mush. Tags in the Dream Machine. Dream Machine there with Terry Taylor. Oster whips him. Oh, clothesline by Machine. Who now tags in Duke Myers. Headbutt to Terry Taylor. And again. Oh, and again. Tags in the Ace of Spades. Oh, near the gut of Mr. Taylor. Right hand there by Spade. Terry Taylor trying to fight out this predicament. 
Irish whip now by this to spades. Oh, he ducked and Totala kicked him. Totala tags in. Steve O. Steve O's in. Blue trunks. Red boots. Can't really tell from this uh, angle from uh, our vantage point. <laughs> Pokeshop Cash is in. He gets slammed by Steve O, but Pokeshop Cash evades the elbow and delivers one of his own to Steve O. Oh! Clobber a forearm shot there by Cash. Oh! And head first into the knee again of Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton's knees are nearly as lethal as his uh, right hands. Bobby Eaton now in slam Steve O. Oh, lovely elbow drop there by Bobby. Bobby Eaton now. Oh, opens up uh, Steve O for cash. Dream Machine now in. Irish Rip Steve O. Oh, knee in the gut. Head first into the top turnbuckle. Bobby Eaton now in. Oh, Steve O trying to fight out of the corner though. He does, right hand. Mad Dog's got Bobby Eaton. He gets one as well. Uh, and Carl Fergie's in. Carl Fergie is in. Punching and kicking away and Bobby Eaton. Picks up Eaton. Slams him down. Tags in Mad Dog. Oh, right hand by Mad Dog again, again. Oh, but Bobby Eaton with one of his own now. Break of the eyes. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, the hell are both men jostling? They're going off that leg of Mad Dog's. Oh, off the, the hell shit. Mad Dog! Pops up cash off the top rope with the knee of the knee of Mad Dog. That could have re-injured that leg severely. Joey Calhoun has rung. No, time is up, time is up. We have uh, reached the... Uh, the end of the exploration. The exploration has expired. No. Oh no, he's been disqualified. Pork Top Cash was disqualified for coming off the top rope. More. The bad guys are very celebratory for doing what they did, but they. Uh, Lost the match via disqualification. What the hell is this? Who the hell's running the shit, Bill Watts? As Lance and Dave run down the uh, results for us, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. We've just watched the 23rd of April 1983's edition of Memphis Contenter Wrestling Cast. Hopefully, you have enjoyed that. as very uh, quick. We had a lot of matches, but a lot of them were like 58 seconds and that, just so they could uh, put some music videos in, which was nice to see. Some new music videos from the Rock and Rock Express looking uh, gormless, as you do, <laughs> but they are uh, bound for greatness and. Uh, you probably couldn't see that in 1983, but you definitely can now in 2023. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for continued support. As always, please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast. You can also watch this episode if you want to. You can watch me watching the wrestling. And you can you can watch me watching the wrestling watching you on uh, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Don't forget 
uh, coming up Monday, we are covering the two matches from the Royal Rumble in 1994. Coming up tomorrow, you can listen to the audio of the whole pay-per-view on the free feed. Just search um, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast on all good podcast suppliers. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for continued support. Uh, thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time...